When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It is getting stranger and stranger for Baker Mayfield in Cleveland, and certainly he appears headed elsewhere. It is Chris Carlin, Cody Cronin for Greeny on ESPN Radio. The big question is, can he still actually be a franchise quarterback somewhere? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Do you believe that it is still possible for Baker Mayfield to be a franchise quarterback in this league. You can call in on the call-in line right now at 888-729-3776. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And, Courtney, you know, with Baker Mayfield, I've never seen the breakup letter come really before the breakup even happens. And it's almost like you're telling everybody else you're breaking up without telling the team that you are. But the team is, in essence, told you that you are at this point. This is as strange as I've ever seen when it comes to a a team quarterback dynamic as far as how this is all playing out publicly. Yeah, and it felt like the divorce was going to happen long before Baker Mayfield puts out the, I don't know what the future holds, but I just know how I feel right now post. They didn't extend him last offseason they did not make that a priority and that spoke volumes to everybody who was looking at Baker Mayfield realizing that the writing was on the wall that if he didn't have an incredible 2021 season circumstances be damned he wasn't going to be the starting quarterback and yeah they dipped their toe in the Deshaun Watson pond it's now looking further and further like the Saints are going to land him at least just from what we're seeing with the reading through the tea leaves with the restructures but I think for Baker Mayfield that this is done. And for the Cleveland Browns, they are done. And now they have a chance to start over, whether it's Deshaun Watson or whether they end up having to go another route if they can't land him in this trade. Now for Baker Mayfield, that relationship just fell apart because they didn't give him the long-term vote of confidence, which honestly, good for Cleveland for saying, hey, we need to see more, we need you to prove it in order to get the extension that you want. So often we see teams do the long-term security thing before it's actually warranted. And I have to commend the front office in Cleveland for doing that because that's truly the right financial move on top of the right long-term move for your roster health. So where did it all change? That's, that's really the big question here. When did the Browns decide enough is enough? Here's Chris Mortensen, ESPN NFL insider on SportsCenter yesterday afternoon. I believe they're breaking up, regardless of whether or not Deshaun Watson ends up in Cleveland. And the one thing I was told is that it's just not a match emotionally, whereas Baker Mayfield's passion and emotional leadership was embraced at Oklahoma. And even in the beginning with the Browns, things have changed, and they want what they consider an adult at that position. Yeah, it's an emotional immaturity on Baker Mayfield's part. Now, having said that, I still believe he could actually go somewhere and be a franchise quarterback somewhere else. There are, I mean, I hate I hate this phrase. There are late bloomers, right? Can Mayfield 
get out of his own way when it comes to the maturity problems and become a franchise quarterback? Yeah, I think so, because we've seen him play very well before. It wasn't this past year because of the injury, but if he went to Indianapolis and reclaimed what he has been uh, earlier in his career for a very short time, mind you, that could set up the Colts very well long-term and actually have an answer at the position. Because you don't, you're not asking him to do more than what you're asking Carson Wentz to do. You're just asking Baker Mayfield to do it successfully, right? Because all that offense requires is See, a quarterback it, to run to it. To start, I think that's the case. But then hope you would still hope he could be that guy. You have a lot to support him with there. Jonathan Taylor as a running back, a good crop of wide receivers, a defense that's still pretty good, even though it's going to be changing this year under Gus Bradley. I mean, they've gotten some acquisitions in free agency. They're in a good spot. You bring a quarterback in, you're not asking him to shoulder this entire load. It's, again, a quarterback-friendly system, similar to the one that he was in in Cleveland. It just felt like at one point the injuries all started mounting. Um, There was, you know, an unhappy sentiment from some of his receivers like Odell Beckham who forced his way out of there via trade now they're in a spot where they can move on and the Colts can get somebody who can be serviceable to good I mean there's you're not asking like for the world from Baker Mayfield if you bring him there Chris Carlin and Courtney Cronin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Let's hit the phones. Can Baker Mayfield still be a franchise quarterback somewhere? David in New Jersey up next on ESPN Radio. David, what do you think? What's going on, big fella? Um, you guys might be right. Maybe if he goes to the Colts, maybe under a new regime, another new look, maybe he might get it right. But uh, like Bart said, when he was on the Browns, he did less with more. And that's just my opinion. Thank you. The argument's certainly a valid one because you could say that they underachieved. I've always wondered about this. I think part of this whole breakup letter and and annoyance with what's going on, Courtney, is that Baker doesn't understand the dynamic of playing hurt in the NFL and what that means. It means that when you go out there and play hurt with the shoulder injury as he did this past year, people admire that. But it doesn't mean that it's all of a sudden going to cut you slack for the future. Because if you're on the field, you're expected to perform. It's always that that whole thing of, are you hurt or are you injured? And it feels like he was injured this past year and tried to play through that. Yeah, he did. And I think there is something that you need to commend him about with that. Because that's not easy to do. A lot of players would have put themselves on the shelf and said, look... I'll have to wait for my payday and use the excuse or really it's a valid reasoning for I'm hurt. I can't possibly be at my best to earn a contract that I want. Now, we are seeing some reports coming out that the Browns are have been informed that they're out of the running for Deshaun Watson. Um, so this is going to be really interesting to see what happens with Baker Mayfield going forward. I think this is irreparable damage, that they cannot replace this. He has said what he had to say before knowing what the team was going to do and knowing if the team was going to land a Sean Watson. So if this is indeed true and they're out of the running, I don't think you can go back to Baker Mayfield and say, look, we're going to give you one last shot. I don't think he is somebody with with enough ability to put the ego aside to say, okay, you were trying to replace me, you didn't. 
I will come back and I will be your guy. I think that he's going to want out of there come, you know, come today, come tomorrow, whenever, because I don't think he sees that this team has his best interest in mind and wants to support him long term. And this just came over from Adam Schefter on Twitter that officially the Browns have been notified, as you said a moment ago, that they are out on Deshaun Watson. Mike Garofolo also had this as well. The team still views Baker as their quarterback going forward. They told Mayfield's agents at the Combine they'd only explore top-tier quarterbacks such as Watson. So if that's the case, if your agents didn't communicate to you that they were going to go and talk to a guy like Watson this week, what got you so in a twist? Like, that's on your agents if they didn't communicate that to you. But if the Browns told him, it's not like he was uninformed here. Yeah, and I, I understand that, but it still probably came as a shock to him that they were going after Deshaun Watson and entering those sweepstakes mm. and not even going to like give him any sort of chance, I guess, this offseason. So it, it, it will be interesting now to see if they try to backtrack or if they just try to move forward and say, okay, yeah, we heard you loud and clear, too. We have the same feeling about you. We, we want to part ways. This, this could get more and more interesting with Mayfield and the Browns by the moment. It's Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more, all at Progressive.com. Up next, there's another quarterback who could be on the move if Deshaun Watson ends up in that city. And he's a guy that's won an MVP before. What is the best landing spot for Matt Ryan? We'll tell you next. Chris and Courtney on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Previously on Greeny. And that means Duke freshman Paolo Banchero and Kansas senior Okai Agbaji. Was I anywhere close? I, okay, that, that, was, that was a situation in which um, <laughs> you should have read it in the break and asked. I, I did read it in the break. I just didn't. OJ Abaji. OK, Abaji. I should know that. Agbaji. OK, Agbaji. Sharp as a marble. Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin on ESPN Radio in for Greeny today and on ESPN Plus. Try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan 
From Straight Talk Wireless with nationwide 5G on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Ah, unbelievable, Courtney. Unbelievable. They save these things, you know. They really, I mean, every at every possible turn. At every possible (laughs) (laughs) Nuno's yelling at me this morning. I'm up until 2 in the morning. I can't sleep after a a horrible Rutgers loss. And then I just point out every little mistake that the fat man makes. Come on. (laughs) Don't forget the Mike Tannenbaum thing earlier. Uh, Exactly. It's just hammering me this morning. When Mike Tannenbaum is there, I will tell you he is there. He is not there right now. With a very, very nasty tone to it. Because I went to Mike too early, as as I said, just distracted by the fact that we had a lengthy conversation during the break about losing wagers in the NCAA tournament and not for money, but for having to eat no, disgusting no, no. See, things. See, uh, if we're going to be honest and we're transparent, because that's what we like to do on, around here, is... Here comes the spin. Why did, why did we... Bajee. <laughs> Why do we discuss that? Because what was what were we discussing before we got into that? The fact of like, do fans want to hear our like how we feel after a big loss, right? Like right. that's what that was about. And I said during this time, we everyone gets attached to uh, you know a team based upon whether it's your brackets, whether it's uh, you know uh, potential upset, whatever it is. Everyone's emotionally. In, involved and then we discussed how previously on a previous show Bubba and I you know got involved emotionally involved in the tournament which included eating disgusting food whatever snacks on air and then before we came back I did my job as a producer and told you that the guest wasn't there and that I'll tell you when he is there Notre Dame is headed to San Diego wow and, and through it all the only image that I could have stuck in my head was, you know, four-week-old gefilte fish that you had to eat because Loyola Chicago upset Miami. It was actually two years old. That thing stayed <laughs> so in the gross. studio for two years oh until someone ate it. Oh, God. Let's get to Matt Ryan, please. Uh, the Weekly Rewind, brought to you by Dell. For small business needs, all your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. And that rewind... Ogbaji. Yes. (laughs) Okay, Ogbaji. Courtney, if somehow, even though we are hearing that in New Orleans they have met with... uh, Deshaun Watson for a second time, and they have restructured a bunch of contracts today to open up cap space. If somehow there is still a chance that Watson would end up in Atlanta near home, what does that mean for Matt Ryan? Really, what does it mean for Matt Ryan, period? Either way, uh, in Atlanta, and there had been some reports last week that he had restructured his contract, but it doesn't seem like that's entirely accurate right now. Yeah, I mean, the reports that came out were that he had a restructure go through and it lowered his cap hit to about $36 million, which Adam Schefter is reporting 
There is still no contract restructure nor any sort of agreement on one. So you're looking at a player right now who has a cap hit north of $48 million. They would have, you know, if they would have reworked his deal, it's far easier to move Matt Ryan in a trade than a team taking on that $48 million cap hit and then having to extend him out. Like, this makes the deal very hard to move. So, regardless of what happens, the Saints are, excuse me, the Falcons are going to have to do something. Uh, If they end up keeping Matt Ryan on their roster, the restructure will inevitably happen because you cannot have a player taking up that high of a percentage of your salary cap. But if they do move him, it makes sense that there are teams like Indianapolis coming into the mix, teams like the Seattle Seahawks, other quarterback needy teams that can take on his contract and what remains on it, but also offer the offer the the ability to restructure that, extend him out a little bit, and give him a place where he can contend. Because it's not Atlanta. Like, it really isn't. Even if Deshaun Watson goes there, they're not automatically turning into contenders. No, they're not contending for at least two years, I would think. they got to get some receivers first. Yeah. And, I mean, Gage is gone, as you just mentioned, and, and we all know what's up with Calvin Ridley. But uh, on the flip side here, the place that I think makes a, a, a great, great landing spot for Matt Ryan, not just Indianapolis, and I understand that they just signed Mitchell Trubisky the other day, but you know Pittsburgh would be a really good spot where if they believed they could win, I think Matt Ryan would be better than Trubisky to give them that chance. I don't see it necessarily happening, but... If they just wanted to go stopgap, maybe they don't want to go that expensive, but Ryan would give them a real chance. He's 37 years old. He's been with the Atlanta Falcons for a very long time. He's been a good quarterback for them, a solid option. I don't know as far as going to Pittsburgh what that does for them with a 20th overall pick because both Trubisky and Ryan are stopgap quarterbacks. So are you going to spend the 20th pick? on a Malik Willis if he's there and then have three or just move Mitchell Trubisky this offseason, trade him somewhere else again. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how feasible that is since they've kind of committed to the plan with Trubisky that, okay, you are our guy for one, potentially two years. You're still coming in here to compete for a starting job. Like let's say they do draft one and that player is better than better equipped to handle what's being asked of him than Mitchell Trubisky this fall. Then that draft pick ends up starting and you have a good quality backup in in Mitchell Trubisky just the way that Buffalo did last year. But I could see Matt Ryan in a place like Indianapolis. I've always felt like that has long been a sleeper team that could potentially trade for him, and they still need a quarterback because we haven't seen any movement with Jimmy Garoppolo. Who knows what's going to happen now with Baker Mayfield. Matt Ryan makes sense because, again, a quarterback who's 37 years old towards the end of his career has this incredibly high cap number in an Indianapolis Colts team that has cap space and the ability to extend him out and lower that fit feels like a no-brainer. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're going to get to more on Matt Ryan in a bit. We're also going to get into, in just a few moments, the idea of the true pain that you could feel as a sports fan and what that looks like, because I'm going through it this morning, and it's not good. It's not good at all. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around 
different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What's Thanksgiving like at the Carlin House? Disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) On the Michael K. Show in New York, they're having what is known as drop madness, which is their bracket for all of the funny drops from the show over the last year, and it is my honor to have made it this year into the bracket with that drop right there. Because Thanksgiving in my household was always disappointing. Courtney, I did not know until I was 27 years old that turkey was not supposed to be bone dry. I mean, listen, I love my mother. I do. That was a debacle. The the cooking situation around the holidays was never, never good. I, I, I was really... I don't want to. I don't want to use the word mistreated as a child, but we're not far off from it. So where does that bit land in the bracket? Like, I assume they give them seedings. Like, where is they that? do? Uh, am I correct in saying uh, Nuno uh, Baba? I'm not quite sure. I believe it might be a four seed. If I'm not I mistaken, I think it was a it was a four or five seed on that one. It was pretty high up there. It What's was a, Thanksgiving like at the Carlin House? Disappointing. Yeah, I mean, what does a one seed sound like? Uh, there, I mean, there, there are a bunch of different ones. In fact, the one seed for Michael is when he was on with Greeny and he completely butchered saying goodbye. You know, Greeny's just, yeah, that was an all timer. Do we have, I mean, I, I would say if we do, we have that or not. We just have the LaGreca one and the stench when we just played these. Former Raven. Replied. Or current Raven, Oh, like the game he's, doesn't need him. Sorry, he's a Charger now. He's a Charger. Oh, no, he's a Ram. I think I'm saying this right, Peter. Stench in Mamaronek. You're on ESPN New York. How are you, sir? Oh, hey, no, it's uh, Bennett. <laughs> and those are two separate ones. <laughs> who, who gets st- stench out of Bennett? <laughs> I think I'm saying this right. <laughs> and then the first one, he names like not four different teams. And, and, and not only that, like if you see it on the screen, if you see the word stench, do you think that you're mispronouncing it? <laughs> Is that possible? I don't know. Courtney, we're four years old around here. That's that's what it is. We're you are not the adult old. that the Cleveland Browns are looking for. At quarterback. No, I am not. 
I am not at all. It's Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin, in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. And with that in mind, Baker Mayfield and where he's going to end up, this situation is taking a turn this morning within the last hour. And it took that turn when the Browns, according to Adam Schefter, were informed that they are not going to get Deshaun Watson. They are out in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. It sounds like it's getting closer and closer to being the New Orleans Saints for Watson because he had a second meeting with the Saints last night that included uh, their owner, Ms. Benson, and they also uh, cleared out a bunch of cap space this morning to get up to about $30 million in space. So that would make you believe that they are right on the doorstep of getting a deal done uh, to get Deshaun Watson. But that aside, Cleveland now has, I don't know if they have to walk things back in this problem. How do you mend this with Baker Mayfield? Because it sounds like it's not just uh, definitively about, there are reports out there this morning that he is still their plan at quarterback and that they told his agents at the combine that he they would only be looking at high-end quarterbacks like Watson. But do they have to walk this back now? How do you do this if that's the case? I don't know how you get back uh, these two teams together or these two sides together. So, yeah, he'd be playing on his fifth-year option this year. That's $18.5 million fully guaranteed. So that's not that expensive if you want to play him out on that deal and let this truly be the prove-it year where he doesn't face injury and have to battle through it. I just don't know with someone who can be tenuous at times, like Baker Mayfield, and very vocal. Like Remember what he said this offseason, that he was going to get away from social media, that he was going to not speak on certain things. Well, this brought him out of retirement. It did. And he voiced what he felt he had to in the moment, not like truly saying goodbye, but knowing that the writing was on the wall. And now all of a sudden from the reports that we're hearing that the writing might actually be just a, you know in pencil. You can erase it and like start over with Baker Mayfield for, for all intents and purposes. I don't buy that. This feels fractured to me in a way that is beyond repair. And I think it's going to come from his side where he wants to go somewhere else and saying, hey, it's very clear you didn't appreciate me, even though he was told from his agents – or his representation, that they were going to go after, if they were going to go after somebody, it would only be someone they consider an upgrade. I think his ego looks at that and say, says, there is no upgrade other than me. There is nothing better than me. So how is he going to view that by what, you know, if Cleveland wants to end up keeping him around? I, I just can't see that. I don't see it possibly happening because truly, I don't think that there are people in that front office and in that coaching staff who believe in him regardless of whether it was going after Deshaun Watson or someone else this offseason, if no. the opportunity presented itself, which it did. And now that they're out of the running for Watson, I think that they're probably looking for their plan B in another in another realm. There are two parts here for, for Baker, too. It's fractured. It's not fixable at this point. But if you're going somewhere else and you're Baker, two things have to be true. Number one... You got to be angry. You know, use that anger in the proper way. It, clearly, he's ticked off about what's happened here. But the maturity 
inside you would allow you to use that anger in the proper way. We haven't seen that maturity. This is where his biggest problem is. So he now has to take this Cleveland period in his career, put it behind him, and fix the problems that he did contribute to. Mm-hmm. Fix what was wrong with him. Because as we heard from Mort earlier, if Cleveland felt like the emotion that he brings and the passion that he brings is not productive for them, another team is going to feel that way too if it doesn't change. And you can see right here, writing this note this week before it was even necessary that it does not serve him well all the time. Courtney, like, take it and be ticked off and want to stick it to them and show it to them somewhere else, and hopefully you're going to get a good chance in a in a place where you can win some games like Indianapolis. It's not going to be Cleveland. No. I just I, – I can't see someone who has an ego the size of Baker Mayfield – who is a front-facing figure. I mean, look at all of the commercials that he's done, all of the endorsements. Like, everything he's done for himself outside of football has not matched up to, okay, he's a great player on the field. No wonder so many people like want to hear from him, want to see him in progressive commercials, the whole thing. What were we all saying last year? I'm tired of seeing these. I, I you know, perform first before you do another progressive ad. Well, if he goes to Indianapolis and has a chance to reinvent himself – he better do it quickly because he's going to start writing his way out of being a starter in the NFL if he doesn't rebound. I mean, there's very – look at Mitchell Trubisky. You know, he had his chance in Chicago. It failed. He goes and has to be relegated to a backup role in Buffalo for a year, and then he ends up getting his second shot in Pittsburgh. So we think right now he's going to – compete to be the starter we don't know all outright if they end up drafting somebody at 20 that there's going to be a quarterback competition Baker Mayfield doesn't want to go that route because I don't think his ego can handle being a second you know a second tier player in being a backup somewhere else and yeah we still have the jury's still out on him like I'm not trying to like say like oh he's you know completely washed he's done he's not capable of being a starter in the NFL so use this time now while the jury is still out on you to reinvent yourself maybe to reinvent yourself in kind of the way that you go about things too that's possible. Like you can, yeah. you can change your leadership style. You can change the way that you handle things publicly in the media, the things that you say on social media as well. You can do all of those things in a different location and have that be part of your fresh start when you can actually play healthy too. Chris Carlin and Courtney Cronin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, the college basketball season heating up. That means the Wendy's Wooden Watch has begun. Go to ESPN.com, search Wooden Watch for the list of Wooden Award nominees to watch as this season rolls on. This Thursday, games tip off less than 30 minutes away. A number 11 Michigan against number 6 Colorado State. The Rams with junior forward David Roddy leading them today. Greeny, Brought to you by Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Courtney, as we continue to monitor what happens with Deshaun Watson and what happens with Baker Mayfield, this is the debate every year on these two days in particular. Are these the best days for sports in the entire year? I used to believe that was the case. 
I don't anymore, but I want to, before I tell you what it is, I want to get your take on this. Are these the two best days in sports? I will have to come back to you after I see how Thursday, Friday play out because I'm having a hard time in my brain right now thinking that anything's going to be better than the divisional playoffs weekend that we saw in January. Bingo. That was so good this year, and it made up for the wild card weekend the week before where the games were just kind of so-so. Like, every single game that weekend was incredible. And every game up the ante. And it ends with, you know, the Chiefs and the Bills and the wild walk-off there to send the Chiefs to the AFC Championship. I know that there is wall-to-wall coverage all day today and all day tomorrow. And the first round of the NCAA tournament is so fun because you have vested interests all of a sudden in teams that you maybe had never even heard about, didn't know that they had a good basketball program, and you're rooting for the 15 seeds and the 16 seeds to knock off and pull off upsets that we that are rare, but they have happened before in the first round. Those things are really fun, and I love the March Madness. I, you know, I love the whole concept of it. I love the tournament. This year, it feels like it's kind of got a damper on it because Tom Brady throwing out his retirement news on Selection Sunday, the fact that NFL free agency is going on right now, and we're waiting for this explosion to happen when Deshaun Watson announces where he's going. That's going to happen more than likely, it feels like, today or tomorrow in the midst of the first round of the tournament. So I feel like it's going to lose some of its luster this year because the NFL crowd always tends to rain on everybody's parade. And when they do, it comes in the full thunderstorm. And it's going to wash out some of the influence that the tournament has right now. You know, even before the games this year, I had come to the conclusion a couple of years ago that Divisional Weekend is the best weekend of the year, is the best two days in sports of the entire year. And I am a massive college basketball fan, as evidenced by my Okai Odbaji. Uh <laughs> Well, play it. I'm not even doing it justice right now, Bubba. How did I say it again? Okai Agbaji. Yeah. <laughs> that was last week when we were talking about the Wooden Award. But that aside, I am a huge, huge college basketball fan. I will want to sit here all day today and watch all of the games that I can and root for all of those teams that um, are pushing and trying to make a run as an underdog and the number 15 seed like I frankly and this probably speaks to the of my character more than anything else uh, there is a large portion of me that wants to see coach K go out in the most painful way possible and will be rooting exceptionally hard for Cal State Fullerton I'm sure that you're not the only one there who feels that way. Of course, that's a big storyline going into the tournament this year. It's Coach K's last dance. Like, how are, how is Duke going to show up? Are they going to look like the team that let him down in his home court finale a few weeks ago when they played UNC? Are they going to take him all the way to the Final Four? lot to be determined there, which, again, storylines like that where college basketball in this day and age has lost its luster nationally i just i think that's a fair thing to say it doesn't it's not the same product it was 5 6 years ago because of where the nfl is and where other sports are and you know you just mentioned i think a lot of people think that the divisional playoff weekend like us has been the best weekend in sports not just this year but in previous years so those storylines 
that college basketball is just kind of resting on, they need those to come to fruition because that's what's going to keep the intrigue and keep people watching this year, along with, hey, can Gonzaga actually get it done? Can they actually win a national championship with this group, which is more talented than last year's group? Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's bring in the members of the hashtag crew with us, Nuno and Bubba, both of whom have been cantankerous, in particular in my direction today, but nothing new there. Is this, in fact, the are these the best two days in sports to you, Nuno? Uh, I think so, because we will immerse ourselves in this we will start you know you'd get emotional uh my only thing is you were talking about coach k is as someone who dislikes coach k and duke so much is where do i want them to lose do i want them to lose as a two seed and be out do is it a like where do i want those guys to lose i think you have to root for them to lose in historical fashion and losing in historical fashion so losing a 215 again yes you know that's great and then um no but i do think this is great i do love the the thing is with this versus the divisional round is you sometimes get those you know big time uh mismatches and now you have them here, but there's so much going on that you can divert your eyes. Whereas, you know, you're stuck watching a, you know, a Bucks, a Bucks smacking the Eagles around in the first round of the playoffs. You're kind of just like, eh. Mm. All right, Bubba, your take. Yeah, I go back and forth on this. I think uh, way to commit. You know, the divisional round is very compelling, um, but I think it's it's a very short window. Where here you're talking about literally noon to midnight plus, really honestly, one a.m. Now sometimes two, we're talking games nonstop. Um, the weekend though is a compelling part of that too. You have to, you literally have to almost take work off Thursday Friday, which a lot of people do. Uh, I think I might swing to these days being the best though. I mean you. You you really just you can't beat having sixteen games Thursday, sixteen games Friday, just nonstop action, upsets, just great storylines, great games, and just fun. You know, friends over all that stuff. You know, the four games on the weekend, like to Nuno's point, there could be great games like we saw this year. But if you get one or two duds, that's already fifty percent that are bad. The tournament, there's just so much chances for great games, and you can have so much fun. With your friends, coworkers, whatever, and make thing, like activities out of it. I think you got to go with these two, two these two days. And it's you really make the a... one. It's the one sporting event all year where you have it occurring during work time. Yes, you know, right. for for the majority of America that works during the week. And everyone like, is fills out a bracket. I mean, anyone who people don't know anything, they're like, yeah. oh, I did you do your bracket. You know, whether they're filling it out based on mascots or team names or proximity or whatever, and those are the people who usually win one minute. And uh, <laughs> and it's just a fun thing that everyone can kind of connect to. There there's still plenty of people who are who are not even going to watch the. Football game. Speaking you know, of pretty speaking much, of brackets, everyone's going to be filling out a bracket. Real quick, yes. speaking of brackets, we found the number one seed in the Michael K. Uh, drop madness that includes our friend Greeny, and it sounded like this. Thank you, my friend, and I will see you soon. Say hi to everybody. Uh, be well. You, you say hello t- too. Okay, take care, Michael. It's Michael <laughs> K. With me here. You <laughs> really did what? butcher that. <laughs> say hello to who? <laughs> exactly. Be man, but yeah, yeah. We've all had those moments, but. He did it on the national stage on this show. Okay, Agbaji. <laughs> God, it has been a rough, rough, uh, 
roughly 12 hours for me. But now we're pumped up because the tournament begins shortly. It should be so, so much fun. It's Chris Carlin, Courtney Cronin, and for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.